0: All righty then. Are we ready to rumble? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure.
1: That sounded like the announcer guy falling off a cliff. <laughs> Are you ready to rumble?
0: <laughs> Alas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, um, I first of all pop uh, a couple of uh, calming pills.
1: Ethel d- uh, dispenses a couple of worthers.
2: Um, unfortunately, Ethel dispenses caffeine pills. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this isn't going to go so great. Um, I start to do the maths. Uh, Ethel, can you uh, plot me a, a, a landing spot on the asteroid?
1: Scanning. Scanning updated
2: I I realise that the landing spot is way too soon and we're going way too fast so I spin the ship around blast the thrusters to full in the opposite direction and hope against hope that I stop us just in time to land smoothly on the surface. you Are going to
1: have to roll for that? I know I'm going to have to roll for it. I'll give you three unless anyone else is helping.
2: Um...
3: I mean, I think I'm 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 putting on a, a large peaked cap to give me an aura of command. Uh, <laughs> also, do our our powerful sensors give us uh, a sort of horrifying, like blurry, low res image of just uh, ground swarming with like clamping cyber jaws? Or uh, is that not information which we would have access to? At that this will point?
1: be another role, I think.
3: Okay, in that case, I'm going to uh, adjust my cap and consult the sensors, but one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there's, a, there's a
2: parking camera on the back, so
1: we can <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> so we'll go to see how first how successful your, your landing is.
2: What did I want to... I want it to be over, because yeah, you... I'm doing a passionate, wild, passionate action.
1: Mm, if you tell me it's feelings, then yes.
2: Uh, I can or I can go for lasers
1: if it's if it's feelings then it has to be over it
2: was it was a panicked move I feel it was like an emergency burden turn Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to be over and I have two over I have a five and a six over
1: nice that is a regular success good job
2: excellent I we managed we stop inches from the surface and uh, I accept the uh, extend the uh, landing gear
1: and, Carl, would you like to do a scan? On uh, the absolutely. Um, you are going to need to use lasers for this.
3: Okay, lasers it is. Uh, I'm going to extend my many arms and start tapping away at the buttons.
1: You can't. Wait, wait, wait. You can use. Yeah, I will give you three dice for this.
3: All right, I can play this thing like a piano. That's uh, three below. Three successes. Which is a critical success. It is
1: a critical ex- uh, excess. A critical, a critical success. <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. What are what are conditions like on the surface of the planet, and are we about to be?
1: So, in your immediate vicinity, there is very little movement, uh, perhaps because of the disturbance uh, caused by your actual landing. But what you find is somewhere in the distance, there is actually a structure, a man-made structure. Um similar to the metal that you found uh, out in space and there is a high level of activity uh, around this structure
3: when you say activity
1: there seems to be a lot of movement
3: okay uh, well like there's a scanner and there's like lots of little dots just <coughs> sort of <coughs> moving <coughs> accelerating <coughs> Yeah, D- does our, uh, are our screens all sort of like green CRT screens yes, in absolutely. the fashion of the movie Aliens okay wonderful Gentlemen, the situation is clear. There is a uh, mysterious activity centered upon this large structure here. I suggest we approach it and evaluate the situation. Uh, set uh, set armaments to defrost or, or kill. <laughs> or, I mean, just, I. to be honest, I've not not trained for situations like that. S- set them to whatever really speaks to you.
1: So are the three of you getting in your doom boogie? Yes. Uh-huh.
3: I'm unreasonably excited by the space dune buggy. I just... <laughs> I, uh, I'm happy to be a part of this.
1: I, I'm just... Uh, I'm imagining you in your uniform that has, like, six different arms and you're just, like, gripping onto the cage on top of the dune buggy, just being, woo!
2: Yeah, who's uh, who's driving? Who's riding I, shotgun? I, I guess I'm driving since I'm the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got fuzzy dice. It's
0: <laughs> yes, has got. Uh, it does. It's got
2: a... <laughs> <laughs> horn. Uh, and it also has, like... a. a Exactly, yeah. Or... (laughs) And And it has one that you pull and
0: then...
3: What we're learning is that just Captain Darcy loved things that made noises all the time. (laughs) And
1: And so we we have like a little uh, cutscene montage of you driving towards this activity um Spencer like and it's he- an asteroid
2: so there's very little gravity so every time I hit a bump, which is constant there we go sailing
3: yeah. yeah
1: um Spencer is desperately trying not to be distracted by the fuzzy dice coral is trying desperately not to give in to those those wild urges to just be like Woo! Uh, what is blockchain doing
4: blockchain is just sitting unnaturally still <laughs>
1: gyroscopics like, again Yeah,
3: just perfectly balanced yeah.
4: no expression, <laughs> just stoically letting it happen
1: <laughs> <laughs> so um, you travel towards this structure for a good like 15 20 minutes um, and then on like the horizon uh, you start to be able to see movement uh, do you continue on your journey towards it?
2: Um, yeah, because the first time I spot that movement, we are airborne by about 60 feet
0: uh-huh.
2: and uh, tumbling. And there's not much that the controls of this are going to do for me mm-hmm. right now.
0: I
1: want you to make some kind of uh, insight check. Let's see, what would that be?
3: Well, oh, You could have a bad feeling about this. You could have a bad laser about this. Mm,
1: I w- like some kind of perception. Perception would be feelings, I guess. So you can make me roll for perception. You only get one, though, because you're not prepared and you're not an expert.
2: And I want to get over three. And I got a four.
1: OK. So uh, the, the Doom Boogie goes rising up into the air, and you survey the scene in front of you. Uh, you see this strange metal structure, like, sticking out, like, kind of lopsided. Uh, From the asteroid It's a huge metal Almost cathedral like structure It looks like it's in some degree of disrepair And as you look down You see several Like right on the building Several swarms of Six limbed um, Humanoids Swarming around it And like closer towards you There's like the odd Six limbed um, Humanoid uh, Like further out So you're gonna be interacting with these at some point pretty soon
2: um i I do not want to interact with those things (laughs) is there something we can do about this yeah when you say six-limbed
3: humanoids are we talking they walking around having sort of pleasant discourse with one another clear evidence of sort of uh barter system highly involved sort of musical
1: culture um they, they look friendly Ah, uh, no. The ones that you currently see right now, they seem to be in some kind of like patrol slash swarm mode. They're just kind of swarming about the surface.
2: My finger is hovering over the self-destruct button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you do notice, though, that they seem to be either on the physical, stru- the metal structure, yeah. or like um, like in a perimeter Uh, around it. But as the buggy comes down to the ground...
2: Can I interject before that? How far away is this structure from us?
1: Um, I'd say at least another five minutes drive. Oh, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do
4: I recognize these creatures with my vast knowledge of (laughs) alien and humanoid anatomy?
1: Make me a lasers roll and I will give you Yes, I'll give you two dice.
4: Both of those are on, on the number.
1: Five? Yes. Dang! Okay, so you have two successes, and you can ask me two laser-feeling questions. So, the first thing I can tell you is that uh, you, you don't exactly recognize what these creatures are. But you do recognize, um, not the craftsmanship because you couldn't see from here, but this is very similar. There's something pinging in your databanks of like some rumored blueprints, like um, prototypes buried somewhere deep in your data core. And you recognize um, the works of uh, Dr. Haydn. Who had made prototypes for more efficient six limbed uh, humanoids that he had made as uh, lab assistants or was proposing to make as lab assistants uh, back in the day to help him with his experiments?
4: See, is he the doctor who also made me?
1: This is, I'm guessing this is not one of your laser feelings questions. He is not the doctor that made you. Okay. Would you want him? Do you want him to be the doctor who made you?
4: No, I'm just asking questions mm-hmm. here.
1: But like, you mm. you have two laser feelings questions that can mm. ask me like any reality about what's the current situation right now.
4: Okay. Um,
1: so, I, uh, did you did you have a look at like the kind of questions that are on here? Because some of them are actually quite probing. Yeah,
2: probing,
4: space probing. <laughs> 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 what's really going on here? That's a <laughs> kind of big question. Um, I guess I'm gonna ask, is it wise to engage with them, to continue our drive towards them?
1: So they seem to be quite slow moving and they don't appear to be armed, but they do look aggressive.
4: Okay.
1: They look quite stupid too. Very, very low intelligence, AI.
4: Okay. Can I ask what the structure is that right they're Sure? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a, as I say, it's a large uh, piece of metal that's like jutting out of the surface. <clears throat> it looks like man-made metal that is like falling into disrepair um it's got a cathedral like structure but it would you could almost assume this is almost like what would be synonymous with like an evil wizard's tower or something like that um but most certainly uh man-made and maybe this was you would you could presume easily that this may have been the home base of uh, potentially what has whatever created these these beings that are swarming around it
4: okay I think it's wise to stop here and talk about our approach.
2: Um, I, I take on board what you've said. I look over the edge of the of the boogie as we are falling towards <laughs> the ground and the swarm of creatures
1: let, let, let me let me give you like a scene setting that will allow this so you've got let's say that you're that the, the the cathedral shape building is in like a crater yeah there's like a this crater ship and like the the beings are moving in like patrols around like there's like a gap between them and the 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 um, structure. and so they're kind of swarming in and out around that and you're on like the lip of the of the crater looking down
2: okay alright I am going to drive full speed (laughs) to the lip of the crater uh, and hit the edge Um, there's a there's a cooler box underneath the seats Uh, I take out a six pack each of space colas I shake the fuck out of them, and I hand one to each of us. <laughs> and I tell you, when I scream, pull all the tabs and point it out the back. And then I'm going to drive full speed, screaming, as we use these as extra thrusts to jump from the lip of the canyon over the patrols to the tower. And I'm hoping we can land on the tower and drive to the top. Oh, no, oh, no, no the,
1: the tower is pretty far. It's like a good another good five minutes drive.
2: I'm still going to try it. Yeah, I was with this plan, to be honest. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, it's
2: too you, awesome not to do, right? <laughs> y- you
3: forget yeah, that I have a I have a highly efficient liquid
2: siphon. Exactly, uh, yes. I'm, I
4: think now that we've established the Space Colas, yeah. uh, we need to
2: use them. Mm-hmm. And if you can let's, ex- let's ex- callers, express as, as, as much propellant-type liquid from your body as uh, you can.
3: Uh, doctor, I would like you to mount me on the rear of the vehicle. <laughs> I, I, w- I will correct our landing and I pick up uh, in front of
2: everyone who's, who's who's being mounted is the vehicle being mounted or are you
1: okay so you can roll uh, four uh, d6 uh, one one plus prepared plus expert plus help um I you all? you're also helping because you've given them the lay of the land so I'll give you five yes.
3: d6 okay yeah, I would be asking your medical help to uh, shake me yeah, up I'm, a bit. I'm
4: I'm, I'm mounting you <laughs> on the <laughs> end of the whip, Vika, and I'm I'm setting my uh, my favor too much, right?
2: Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, is this a feelings? I feel there's no mathematics as <laughs> I, into this I, at all.
4: <laughs> I do not think that there's any yeah, logic.
1: There involved. Absolutely no logic or intelligence uh, as part of this roll.
2: Uh, so I want to roll over
0: three,
2: and uh, that's uh, one, t- three right on the button then two successes and i have another two rolls, and that's another right on the button and another success wait
1: you're gonna have to tell that again so, so how two, many how many are like successes all just, of like them. Just, so they're all successes. all five
2: and two of them are laser feelings
1: uh, 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 and two are laser feelings
3: yeah for situations like this, the space corps, they send their best. So <laughs> I
1: I get the feeling from looking at this that you can't actually I shouldn't have given you too many extra dice because it only goes up to three. But uh okay, it well, sound, the- but it sounds epic that you have five. Yeah. So let's just do that. So like you shook up the, the colas so much that you got propelling right uh, off the edge of the uh, of the crater um, corals extra juices. Uh, are also like acting like a, um, a rudder, uh, helping you, and like you're you're flying out into the air now, like heading down, like right into about where the perimeter of where like the outer ring of this kind of swarm of these beings are. As you are propelling, do you want to ask me your questions as you're going down? Or- yes. Okay.
2: Can I see a door from here?
1: Yes, you can. Good
2: question. Uh, am I gonna? Are we going to make it? to that door with the trust that we have.
1: So as I mentioned before, the beings are actually moving quite slowly, despite having six limbs. Uh, So you could probably quite easily outrun some of these, especially if you crunch a few under the buggy.
3: Yeah, as a six-limbed being that moves quite slowly, I have some empathy for them as I look into their eyes as mm-hmm. we descend.
2: I have a real aversion to being in a crater with six-limbed beings of any description Excuse whatsoever. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't consider your pseudopods to be limbs.
1: So uh, we're watching in slow motion as the boogie is, is coming down, and um, you actually come down and land directly on one of these beings. You see this... Uh, being rapidly coming up towards you, and you see a face suddenly turn to you, go ah! and it's uh, a very strange, twisted, human esque face. But actually, it's got like extra two sets of arms on their waist, and as the buggy is coming down on top of it, it's two little waist arms like put their hands over their face. I put on
2: the emergency lights and (laughs) beep the horn.
1: (laughs) And you land on top of it and it just crunches right under the buggy. And as you speed forward, like you just basically throw out bits of like cybernetic limbs behind you and you go racing forward further to this huge dark opening uh, in the front of this um, large metallic structure. I, I
3: just shout out, sorry. Yeah, how, are, how are the locals reacting?
1: Oh, yeah, this made quite a lot of noise. Uh, as you uh, prowl forward, you, you can hear behind you um, sounds like, <laughs> Annihilator. Uh, And you know that you've gotten their attention. And if anybody looks back behind you, you'll see that the swarm is now slightly changing and is changing their routes to start to follow you. But as I said, they're relatively slow.
2: I'm going to. Uh, I turn on some uh, calming music on the this, on the stereo, and uh, I I'm whispering affirmations to myself. You can do this. You're going to survive. You're not. You may be the only you You may be the only, uni, be the only u- human in this galaxy. But you can do it. You're okay. And then I look behind me at uh, the six-legged monsters that are chasing us.
1: I will say there is uh, one one arm from that uh, creature that you destroyed is like hanging on the back and he's kind of wiggling and still reaching out for whoever is closest.
2: Um, I turn on the windscreen wipers to try and <laughs> wipe
1: it off. Uh, you see a hand just kind of waving on the back window with the with the windscreen wiper, I, pre- and t-
2: I, pre- I press the water jet. <laughs>
1: water jet eventually like pushes it off the side what? of the window Thank God. so you're coming up right now to the steps that are in front of this large gaping uh entranceway to this cathedral-esque structure
2: um i uh hit the uh tire inflate button <laughs> and the tires inflate almost explosively they're like, uh, huge and we could just bounce up the steps
1: mm-hmm are you just gonna drive right in?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, great. Don't get out the buggy, and I do not slow down.
1: Great. You drive <laughs> right up the steps, right through the door, and suddenly you're in this dark, cool, relatively quiet chamber. It's a spherical chamber, or cylindrical chamber, I should say, or cone-shaped chamber, you think, because it kind of tapers towards the top. There's a large uh, cone-shaped structure, but you can see that there are stairs leading upwards with multiple floors. Uh, above you
2: are there any cyber zombies in here
1: um from what you can see right on uh, now on the ground floor you don't see any
2: i pulled a handbrake and screeched to a halt mm-hmm. um spinning us like 180 degrees are the and tires that, still really big yeah they're enormous it's Fantastic. like it's like a, it's it's basically a monster truck but like a very very small chassis on top
1: you can also see as you spin around that there are giant doors uh, like they're open, uh, but you can see that there are also giant doors that you could potentially close.
0: Um,
2: the ones that we just came through. Yes. Okay. Uh, I hit another button and it fires a harpoon into one of the doors, and I <laughs> withdraw it and close the doors behind us. This buggy's great. Yeah, excellent. it's <laughs> excellent. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of features. Excellent. I, uh, yeah, I ordered all the all the features, all the add-ons, and the d- and the fuzzy dice. Yes.
1: You are now in a deathly, quiet gloom. Apart from there is some kind of like radiating sound that's like, you know, when you ting like a tuning fork or something, that's a residual effect of the noise that you have made inside this chamber.
3: In dark spaces, I bioluminesce like a deep sea fish. (laughs) Uh, And so the area around us is bathed in a sort of like uh, teal turquoise sort of underwater light.
1: Wonderful.
2: I thought your species' uh, luminosity was based on sexual attraction. Look, it's
3: very complicated. (laughs) Like, at this time of year, in this part of the galaxy, like, that's just what the colouring is at the moment. Just be grateful we're not in the dark. And this slime that's on everything? (laughs) Uh, look, it's the humidity. I don't know. Moisten me. Moisten me.
4: (laughs) That's my secret. I'm always (laughs) horny.
1: That's my secret. I'm always moist. Yeah. (laughs) You can hear also a faint coming from above you.
2: Do do the um, the superior sensors extend to the boogie? No. God. I, I mean, I was going to suggest
3: I can use my uh, s- printer, scanner, fax machine, space tablet thingy. Uh, to scan for energy sources or just look up. I can probably do both of those.
1: I mean, from just looking up, you can tell that there is some kind of energy radiating from above.
3: Okay, I'm not oh, actually. You can naturally feel I'm that. not actually aroused enough to light up the whole room, is what I'm saying. Okay.
1: <laughs> that is your choice.
3: It seems like a good moment to, to ask uh, sort of doctor your, uh, your robot chassis how, like, uh, physically capable is it? Because I might need someone to carry me. I move very slowly. Oh,
1: please, crang it. <laughs> please tell me you're going to crang it.
4: I will carry you, sir.
3: Thank you. I will uh, I will try and lead us uh, with, with, with talent, foresight, and courage. Um, and with your sturdy support, we cannot fail. And I would like to rack my uh, sort of distributed neural network of brainoid uh, org- organs to... Um, what do I know about uh, the sort of device that might rip a hole in reality? It seems a little above my pay grade, but do I at least have a uh, some sort of schema for how one might possibly deal with this?
1: Roll me a lasers. Um, I'll give you two.
3: Uh, that is oh, that is two fours, which are laser feelings. Ooh! My little little octopoid brains are sparking to life. Something is occurring to me.
1: Uh huh. So, what would you like to know?
3: Um that's um, a big question you know what is the nature of the destructive force likely to be? And is it something that, for instance, the activation of the self-destruct sequence on a small space buggy might be able to disrupt?
1: Oh, we're getting into deep sci-fi stuff here that Jen doesn't know very well. Uh, let's see uh, ripping a hole in reality. Um, so Carl has heard from many st- folkloric stories and uh, stories from other cultures about multi-dimensional theory and that there are very thin walls between these multi-dimensions and Hedorah always in, in, in their, their cultural folklore being warned that tearing down even but one of those walls could lead to realities bleeding into one another. But if all the walls were blown out between these infinite realities, reality, all of these realities would be sucked into one another until they become, you know, like when you just mix multiple paints together and they just becomes this brown mess? That all of these realities at the same time would meld into one another and just become a whole, like, full of mass but nothingness.
3: Okay, so it's not just a question that, like, some more humans might leak into this part of the galaxy. it's no. uh, Okay, interesting.
1: Like, multiple dimensions will try to bleed together and just form this, like, nothingness mass of too many realities, one on top of the other, like, blending together and merging and, yes.
2: Does that mean that real housewives of Alpha Centauri will not be renewed? <laughs> Well, I mean, the patriarchy will be
3: destroyed, so we're going to have a whole new like idea of what is and is not appropriate daytime reality TV, so...
2: I know what's appropriate daytime reality TV. I enjoy it.
1: And what was your second question?
3: Uh, does this seem like something that could be disrupted by, for instance, the exploding of self-destruct function, function of a space buggy?
1: Function, yeah. Yeah. Um, it... You can tell that this is something that would depend on what kind of device is being used to do this. If it is like a... If it is a extremely huge, giant uh, device, then the explosive um, power of one small doom buggy would definitely not be enough. But uh, there may be other ways of... Um, disrupting such a design. If it was like a tiny, handheld like portal gun, absolutely. Um, But it depends on to what degree of hole in reality this mechanism would be trying to make and proportionate to the size of machine that would be needed to create this hole in reality.
3: Okay, so I'll just use my best judgment when it comes to it is, uh, is what, what my octopus brains are telling me.
1: You would definitely tell, but Jan hasn't decided that yet.
3: Uh, okay, <laughs> I do not give away any sign of doubt as I secure my <laughs> tentacles carefully around the shoulders of your space lab coat and pr- I'm prepared to point in a direction like Napoleon on his horse. Okay. Uh, though I do indicate to our good, good lieutenant, the driver, uh, that we should probably stay in the buggy because this is an <laughs> asset that we do not wish to leave behind. <laughs>
2: Do, never so get out really of the buggy. No, no why,
0: why <laughs> I don't know I what kind of
2: away, <laughs> away missions you've been on, but you never get out of the buggy. What, even when going indoors to, to buildings in general? That's why there's crash bars on the front of it. <laughs> good man. <laughs> I, I I turn on the torch on my communication device, which I assume is not a very good torch. It's
1: just a smartphone. <laughs> yeah, and I try
2: and see what's up there.
1: You see um, the underside of the next floor upwards. There's several staircases going upstairs
2: staircases I can drive up how big are they
1: uh they're they're like human like leg levels you would have to walk
2: okay and above us is just the sti- ceiling or we can see right to the top of the structure
1: there's ceiling above you
2: I I don't want to say I think we need to get out and walk <laughs> but it does look kind of that way.
3: Yeah, I mean, if uh, if it was a more open structure, we could just use that grappling hook and just winch ourselves
2: yeah, to the top of the Yeah, that's not going to work though. Like- so I put um, I put one of the, I, I reach underneath the the my the driver's seat and I take out, you know, those steering wheel locks, <laughs> <laughs> red and black steering wheel lock, and I put that in place, and um, I uh, I take all my tapes. <laughs> uh, I put them into my backpack. Um what else usually gets fucked? Um Oh don't don't leave your laptop on the seat. Don't
3: leave
1: uh, Don't leave any change in the in the yeah. side thing either.
2: Yeah.
3: I uh, use my data pad to print a little label that says no tools left in this buggy overnight.
2: <laughs> and I put a really <laughs> a really old and frayed parking permit <laughs> on the front. <laughs> that's clearly a photocopy <laughs> that I made like 10 to 15 years ago.
3: (laughs) And I I, I do a little salute with my peaked cap and say, uh, everything according to regulations, Lieutenant. (laughs) Doing the Space Corps proud.
1: (laughs) Is the blockchain carrying anything with them?
4: Well, blockchain is carrying Carl with
1: him. Uh (laughs) The most important cargo of all. Mm -hmm. So, you want to proceed up the stairs? We're going
2: up the stairs.
0: Yeah, who's
1: going Uh first? Who
2: Who got the red jumpsuit? Uh, I did. Um, did I, I? Hopefully, I managed to get this gun to kill. Um, you might I, to. I've broken off the, the the dial at this point, and I've just crammed in um, <laughs> some uh, uh, paper clips to try and push it forward. So it's as it's it's as close to. I mean, it. I got it to five, and then I broke that off, and I pushed it further with the paper clip. So I hope it's working. <laughs> um, and I'm holding. I'm, my hand is shaking as I hold this gun out in front of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We're right behind you, Lieutenant. <laughs> quite, uh, quite a long way behind me, by the <laughs> looks of things.
1: So you, you send, you begin ascending the stairs. Yeah. Um, about three quarters of the way up, as you just be able start being able to peek over uh, the the top uh, <laughs> stair, you can see um, what looks to be. Various uh, corpses laid on the ground.
2: How many limbs do they have?
1: Would the medical officer like to make a check on this?
3: To count their limbs? Oh, fair enough, <laughs> given who we're what? dealing with.
1: Uh-huh. Uh- <laughs>
4: Wait, are we there yet, or are we just You're, you're almost at to the
1: top of the stairs, but you can see as you're coming over the top of the stairs, like, the scene of the next floor. So as your rise, as your eyeline, like, comes to the level of the stairs, you can see, like, what appear to be bodies on the floor.
4: Okay, um, yeah, I guess I'll try to identify, A, what creatures those are, and B, if I see any obvious sign of how they could have died. Mm-hmm.
1: I give you three dice.
4: The five, a three, and a one.
1: Uh, so you have one laser feelings, and three successes. Um, so from this, you can see that these appear to be really almost like mummified uh, humanoid corpses. They don't be, appear to be synthetic. They appear to be organic. Um, They are wearing lab coats, Uh, and uh, the whole, the rest of the floor also seems to have various uh, lab tech equipment. Uh, And various corpses are holding like other pieces of uh, like machinery and such.
4: I would like to know where whatever has killed them is.
1: You. You have seen um, death like this before. This is um, death by um, like a sudden like energy wave. You could maybe uh, assume that there was an accident here and they were they were experimenting with something and there was an accident that happened that caused some kind of energy wave um, that immediately killed all of these humanoids that are on this floor but there doesn't seem to be any kind of technology active on this floor
4: okay so the good news is there's no immediate danger for us to go on
3: other than the immediate danger we were in before but, yes, no, but no, yeah
4: we're not gonna die once we reach this floor
2: that's honestly good to know yeah. is, is it dark up here
1: it's quite dark but a coral's luminescent is really helping you
2: all oh, right it's kind of a creepy I'm looking for light switches there,
1: there, there is light coming from the next Floor up though
2: Oh okay um, and, and
1: that mm, 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 mm. Um,
2: I would like To check the pockets of the nearest Corpse
1: mm-hmm. You uh, find A lanyard um, With an ID card It is uh, Dr. Reynold Kramer um, Of Haydn Lab's
2: Okay. Do, do we know anything about this? Uh, Labs? I mean, do we? Uh, You've mentioned Hayden already, so we know the name. Yes,
4: he is, he, he is the one who has, um, who has created these uh, six-limbed uh, 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 cyber-zombies. Why, the, why did he do that? I assume it was an accident. He wanted to create them as lab assistants.
2: I, um, I'm i going to change the sign you know the, the sign they have in labs number of days since the last <laughs> <laughs> fatal accident <laughs> yeah. I change it to zero yeah does the, uh, does the place generally seem
3: old like it's been abandoned for a long time if and these bodies have like mummified over time or does it seem like something horrible happened to some people who are recently alive and they've been like microwaved
1: it seems like um, a bit of both, like they, it, you get the impression that it, yeah, that the mummification is somewhat uh, a result of like, the immediate uh, energy wave that went out, but you also can see there's a very thick layer of dust on everything. There are, however, like um, disturbances to the dust, that there has been activity through here, but since these humanoids uh, were destroyed, quite a degree of time has passed.
2: All right. Does, uh, do the disturbances in the dust lead towards the next stairs or anything
1: uh, they leave but bo- they lead both up and down okay the stairs
2: all right I'm gonna start following
1: mm-hmm.
2: sorry you were about to do something
3: oh no no I, th- I think uh, that basically covered it if we have a trail to follow I'm gonna point my tentacle like Napoleon in the direction that the braver crewman is already going I am
4: following the point mm-hmm
1: um, so as you start to head up the next flight of stairs, you can, like, hear louder the boom, vroom, vroom. And you can also now hear movement on the next floor. There is a skittering sounds.
2: Dear God, this is not going to be good.
3: Uh- I, uh, I inflate, uh, my, my, uh, my bell-like, d- dome cranium space, uh, for maximum volume, and I announce, uh, in the name of the space consortium, I command you to surrender in a generally upwards direction. Like, I, I hear you start to talk, and I go to try and, <laughs> and stop you, you know? Ha! Where's my mouth? What the fuck? You can't find it.
2: Why are you telling them?
3: You put your hand over one orifice and it turns out the sound isn't coming from there.
1: There is a skitter, 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 skitter. skitter, skitter. That's hard to skittering say. Skittering really, really. isn't good. That's really, really hard to say, really. Maybe fast. they're
3: skittering away. Maybe they fear my authority. I've never heard a skitter that
2: ended in something
3: nice <laughs>
1: happening. And then silence, apart from the vroom, 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 vroom.
2: You know what skitters? Things with more than two legs. I mean, it's, uh, it's more or less what we're expecting. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold my uh, my mobile phone up with the camera on, and like I'm going to use it like a, a, um, a periscope just over the top of the, the rim of the stairwell, mm-hmm. and then take it down and look at the pictures that I took. I get increasingly terrified as I go through them. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, a face gets closer and closer.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so it's not super well lit. Uh, on the next floor, there's this—the light. It seems to be emanating from whatever is making this vroom 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 sound. Uh, you can make out in the middle of the room there is uh, some kind of robotic arm and some kind of tech, tech device that has a, a large crystal inside it and this is where the the energy and the light is emanating from. Um, you can see on um, a desk next to it, um, there seems to be a, a lot of papers, but you're too low down to see what's on the papers. Um, and there are several more bodies here, um, but that is all you can see.
2: Sorry, there are cyber zombies moving around no, that there I can are,
1: see. No, no, you can't see anything moving. Okay. There are several bodies on the ground, like on the floor below. You don't see any movement.
2: Uh, hand shaking, I show you the, the pictures. This is more uh, uh, bodies, but um, uh, nothing moving that I can see. Although I didn't do a video, these are still images, so I, I'm not sure how I'd tell.
4: <laughs> can Can I tell if these bodies died? the same way?
1: It appears that they died the same okay. way, too.
2: Well, that's comforting? Probably not it, really, no. <laughs> well, gentlemen,
3: one way in, it seems, and one way out. I think we might have to storm the stairway. And I, uh, move, uh, sort of, like, put one tentacle out <laughs> as if to say, well, what are you waiting for?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You
4: sort of, like, dig your legs into me like a horse. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
2: I I check all the air seals on my suit. Uh, I check my gun. And uh, I look back and confirm that you are, in fact, not moving forward in any way. Uh, (laughs) No, I am uh, continuing... uh, your, your
3: lack of response indicates that you uh, have uh, surrendered and any uh, further action on your part will be taken as a direct attack on the uh, the, the Grand Space Consortium. Oh, you
2: have been warned. Dear God, he's still shouting at them. Yeah. Okay, I, I, it's it's not going to get any better, so I go forward. <laughs> Yeah, it's up to you I, as to whether I, we go I forward. Follow.
4: yes.
1: Mm-hmm. OK, so you ascend the stairs. You can see what appears to be a mix between a laboratory and uh, some kind of manufacturing plant. Um, if you look on the desk uh, that's next to this like large arm in the middle that's holding this kind of crystal, um, there are various papers that look like blueprints um, covered in an alien language. And it appears to be um, blueprints for some kind of device that you can't really, at this point without a roll, you can't really uh, determine what they are. Um, There's many corpses littered around the ground and like discarded pieces of uh, metal and various pieces of goop hanging around. Um, And the light, there's no natural light sources here apart from the crystal. So, like, above you, the ceiling is very high and it's all kind of dark above you. And you do hear, like, the faint skittering above you.
2: All right, my my focus is on the skittering and I'm constantly pointing my gun at different spots on the ceiling Mm. or on the walls, uh, trying to catch something while... Presumably, you uh, go and take a, a look at the desk. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm interested
3: in the in this crystal. Uh, I guess I would uh sort of tap you in the direction of that, like some sort of colicky child.
4: Um. Y- yes, I follow the tap, but on the way, I, I I put my finger in some of the goop and take a taste. <laughs> An see. android cat can taste. <laughs> yeah, that that's where that's where my sen- most sensitive senses are. <laughs> to uh maybe uh, so I can identify what creature or whatever or what it is. Mm-hmm.
2: Rather disconcerting when you lick people's wounds <laughs> to figure out what's wrong with them.
0: <laughs> um,
1: make me I guess make me a lasers roll. You can roll me three dice.
4: That's a five, a three and a two. So three successes, three successes. and laser feelings.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so you take a scoop of this goop and you give it a big blick. you um you get the uh, readings in your sensors of synthetic uh, humanoid um, issue biomass. To, to, yes, biomass. It's like synthetic human biomass. Um, also,
4: this is basically cannibalism.
1: <laughs> yeah, in a way. Um, it's it's definitely uh, gone off. <laughs> um, like this has maybe uh, been synthesized to make some kind of uh, android, um, but has turned in a very strange way. And it does seem to still have some kind of like self perpetuating energy to it. Like it hasn't completely deteriorated, um, but it it doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. There's something odd about this goop. Okay.
4: Um, can I just use my laser feelings to ask... to be, get a bit more specifics on that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: like, what... In what way?
4: Well, why is it odd? Like, what's... What does it indicate?
1: So, synthetic life forms need some kind of uh, core uh, energy... Uh, sauce to power themselves. This tissue seems to like they were trying to synthesize something that had its own self-perpetuating um, energy source, um, and of almost like an organic being. Um, but uh, it's almost like it's the 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 thing that was holding it has necrotized over time, but the energy source itself has not necrotized.
4: Okay. Interesting.
3: Hence the sort of creation of a state of undeath, right? Like they're still yeah. powered, but their tissues are fucked and not good anymore. So yeah. Maybe they used to be smarter and more talkative.
1: Since you've got uh, three successes, I'm going to give you something else as well. Mm-hmm. As you look, as you're taking a scoop of the goop, um, you're crouched down next to one of the corpses. And I said before that the corpses were in like a mummified state. Uh, as you look across to one of the corpses, um, the skin of the the mummy's face is missing and it's just bone underneath.
4: Okay. Well, something was. In fact, there are there are there are
1: there are several corpses you notice now that are missing the the face skin.
4: Okay. Maybe they were. Was something eating them, or yeah? Does it look like they were eaten off or ripped off? Yeah,
1: looks ripped off.
4: It looks ripped off.
2: I don't know which one's worse.
4: Yeah.
1: So you said that you're wildly flashing your your light around.
2: Yeah, and pointing my gun in every corner, mm-hmm. just constantly.
1: Make me a roll. I'll be, I guess, a feelings roll. I will give you three.
2: Um, I want over. So that's two successes.
1: Two successes. Um, great. So you you're scanning above you, whipping around, and at first you like you whip around and you get like just in the edges like. <gasps> Some form of movement.
2: Like cockroaches fleeing from light.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, oh,
2: that doesn't get better. And
1: then, like, at one point, you, you spin around and you catch something that's, like, stationary, And uh, it's a, what appears to be a white form. that has six legs that's hanging uh, on the ceiling. And as you look a little bit longer, you realize the white is like a lab coat. Um... It's got six limbs that are holding onto the ceiling, but you can see in places where, like, the flesh has fallen off, and it's got, like, cybernetics underneath. And as you hold the light, the head of this creature Brilliant. turns around, and there's just, like, the mummified skin of a face on the front, and it roars at you, like, <laughs>
2: I close my eyes and I just start pulling the trigger. <laughs> yeah, you defrost the fuck out of that <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm running away. I'm, I'm just shooting over my shoulder behind me, eyes closed, screaming.
1: Mm-hmm. Make me a roll.
2: Uh, really? How many dice?
1: Feelings, um, that would be... I think that's only a one. You're not necessarily an expert with a gun, are you? I'm
2: not an expert, but I might be prepared considering I was...
1: I think that this is like a jump scare. Fair enough. I got a six. Oh, fantastic. Um, So you start just blasting, blam, 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 blam. You don't hit the being that you saw, but you do, as you're like blasting like this, you do hear from like another area of the the wall on the other side. Uh, And then like there's like a kaboom and some heavy... uh, Object drops to the ground.
2: Um, I, I like. I don't even notice that. I'm just screaming. It's time to run away, or, or do something. <laughs> do something active. All right, noble steed. Where are we going? <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we run.
3: Are there
2: more stairs going up?
1: Uh, yes. Oh. But but at this point, it's getting quite narrow.
2: Right. oh
1: and there is a hole in the center of the ceiling.
2: What's through the hole? Uh,
1: you can see it's quite dark above, uh, but it's getting quite narrow at that point. You can't really see beyond that.
2: Okay. I guess I run towards the stairs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
2: still I, firing behind me, just running towards the stairs.
1: Are you going upstairs?
2: Yes. Yeah, is that from yep, where perfect. the like rhythmic pulsing
3: noises have been coming from? No, the pulsing is coming
1: room. from the crystal in this room.
3: Yeah, I figured. I might have to dismount at this point. Okay. Uh, but, you know, good luck out there. Yeah, as uh, if, if these two are running, I'm going to try and uh, detach with a sort of wet sound. And uh, Can you please
0: do
1: the wet sound for Hang us? on.
3: It's like, uh, because there's lots of tentacles, it's like... Kind of like that. Uh, Not as
1: disgusting as I thought it was going to be. Oh, thank
3: you. You know, my people are actually very civilized and sophisticated once you get to know them. <laughs> uh... And I'm going to try and flop uh, towards the crystal and sort of, like, tentacle over towards it and attempt to interface with it and understand its
1: processes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, make me a Liz's roll. Uh, uh, a- I give you three. Oh,
2: okay. I was about to scream back that we- I'm making a distraction and hope that was helpful, but three is the maximum best.
3: Yeah, I'm really hoping, despite the fact that I'm glowing, like... These guys are noisy and large enough yeah. that maybe I can.
1: You're pretty small, and yeah. the 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 crystal is also glowing. So,
3: that is is that a six? That's a six, yeah. Uh, okay, and I wanted below. That is one success.
1: One success.
3: Uh, but it is a. Uh, it's a laser feeling it feelings. is It is indeed
1: cool so you, you managed to slurp your way over in a very non-disgusting way uh, to the Thank crystal you. what did you want to do to the crystal
3: uh, I wanted to attempt to understand its mystic resonances mm. because uh, I've had a, always had an interest in the uh, crystalline beings and the uh, sort of uh, structures that so mimic uh, carbon based life that you can also see in silicon based uh, do you touch it I 100% touch it yes
1: how many tentacles do you put on it Four. You put four of your tentacles on it, and you're suddenly hit, just like instant bam, 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 of like visions of uh, different lives, different places, different universes. Like bam, 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 bam. This is a crystal that resonates with uh, the life of multiple different points of time and space. In one place, uh,
3: as you guys are fleeing, you hear a voice hollering, "I am
1: God!"
3: <laughs> <laughs> this this seems very appropriate to me.
1: And you have Eliza feelings? Uh,
3: yeah, I would like to know how I can redirect the tremendous, nay, divine power of this uh, artifact uh, towards my own will, instead of uh, perhaps to r- rip a hole in the uh, between dimensions.
1: It would seem that just touching this crystal is really stretching the capacity of your brain. Like it's just expanding it crazily, like uh, touching and seeing visions of all different like versions of you from different areas of the world and different dimensions. But you also get the feeling that removing it from Whatever device is currently under construction would be beneficial. Like if you wanted to take it with you, you would definitely go mad within a very small amount of time. How big but, is it?
3: Could I take it with me?
1: Uh it's about five foot tall.
3: Okay, interesting. Yeah, I feel like that you would have been better spaced for this because you're used to having your mind flooded with unnecessary yeah. information. Yeah, I'm not trained for this. Mm-hmm.
2: Um So, I throw a thermos to you (laughs) uh, on the presumption that this is on a pressure pad of some
0: kind.
3: (laughs) To swap them out. Um, Yeah, so you say, like, remove it from its housing might be beneficial.
1: They're constructing some kind of device. Mm. This seems to be, like, the main thing that powers the device. Without this crystal, this device is not going to function. This okay. is a very dangerous item, but it obviously needs the rest of the device around it to function in a way that might rip a hole in reality.
3: Okay. And it is kind of too big for me to easily haul it around?
1: Well, you did grab hold of a six foot uh, ass to ass pyramid. I mean, that earlier. was it in
2: space. You know, gravity is a bit of a problem. But you can flatten yourself so much that you could stretch it. You could probably cover this thing entirely. Okay. I'll Kirby
3: it. Yeah. Um, uh, Okay, if you guys look, you will see an octopus seeming to become very intimate with a large crystal. Uh, while ye- yelling about how it sees the, the light and the future and all things are one. Uh,
1: you, you can you can make a roll to try and remove it from the device? Are you using lasers I, I, or feelings? I think
3: this has to be feelings. Uh-huh, okay. I, I'm, I'm a mollusk of science, but something science cannot explain. I, I will give I, you three I, dice. Most kind. Um... Wait, these should be
1: under. You oh, know, it's feelings, so it's, it's over. over.
3: One success and one laser feelings.
1: Ooh. Uh, let's see. You, you're basically you curvy around it, and then you use like just a little, like little points on the edge of your skin to. Blink, blink. Like, like push, push, push off. Like you use one of your tentacles to like unclasp something, and then another little piece to just trying to push off. Um, you manage to wriggle it free, but as you land on the ground with the crystal on top of you, you feel um, part of you, one of your um, pseudopods uh, becomes trapped in like a, a like a, a little grip, and you lose one of the ends of your tentacles and as you land on the ground you basically get crushed underneath the crystal and so although it is now removed from its housing you are currently being bombarded uh, by this, uh, by these visions and the ever expanding uh, multitudes of facets of understanding of all different dimensions and realities in your brain.
3: So what you're suggesting is I'm not going to be terribly useful to the crew as a whole just at the moment.
1: You, if you weren't so moist, I would say that you are like a gibbering, drooling wreck right now. But you're already relatively moist.
3: This is true, and you know my personal language has been referred to as gibbering by unkind humans or unkind human in this case, given that there's only one in the galaxy.
1: So I, w- I would consider yourself currently incapacitated at this point in time until someone assists you.
3: I have ascended to a higher plane of existence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you have a later feelings.
3: Oh, um, I mean, I feel like uh, this is quite uh, good to satisfy my curiosity at this point at the nexus of all times and places. Uh, can I wait on that one?
0: I'll, sure. I'll, yeah. try, I'll,
3: I'll ask the universe something in a 2nd
1: so, what is blockchain doing?
4: I think I'm also running up the stairs. Mm-hmm. I want to I know what, what's on the next level.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so the two of you uh, go up the stairs and uh, you see it's quite a small chamber with uh, another hole in the top and you get the feeling that this was uh, maybe like where the energy beam from this device was going to be exiting the building. It's pretty wide. It's maybe about 20 feet. Um, I don't know what that is in meters, sorry. Um, like four. Four Fabios. Um, okay. Um, okay. And it like opens up just into the sky above. And there is also uh, one of these crazed looking cyber zombies uh, on the, like, if you guys came up the opposite like stairs on either side, it's like on the on the ledge between the two of you. And it sees both of you and it's just like <sighs> it's also wearing a mummy mask.
3: And they're directly above yeah. where I am, right? Yes. Okay. I'm
2: how how high is it how how high is the ceiling? So how far is it from the hole down to the floor where he is?
1: Twelve feet. So two Fabios. Um, no i think it's even higher than that four or five years it's a big large resonance chamber
2: okay um i shout at you to start reciting prime numbers because that's what upsets cyber zombies they have to start counting of as course.
4: well of course it does
2: and i will jump through the hole to land on the crystal i'm assuming that you're gooey enough that I can now surf the crystal down the stairs? <laughs> I mean, there's one way to find out, Lieutenant. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you.
1: Oh, this is such a feelings roll. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, I'll just... My end point here is to get back to the buggy so I can grab a spark plug out of the engine and smash the crystal with the end of the spark plug. Nice. How many dice? Uh, <laughs> Two. Meanwhile, meanwhile, good luck with all those cyber zombies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two.
2: I got a six, so that's a, a pass and a fail.
1: Okay, um, you jump down into the hole. You land uh, on top, unfortunately, of Coral coral is relatively moist thanks very much to blockchain and their wonderful care um, you don't successfully manage to like get them directly to the stairs you have to like roll with them and you start sliding down the stairs and as you are like halfway down the stairs you see that there are two cyber zombies like uh, perched in front of the uh, buggy. Blockchain, you are on the top floor with um, this rogue scientist yeah, zombie.
4: Just reciting prime numbers, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm doing that while also slowly backing away again. Because mm-hmm. I don't see much in this chamber that I could do anything with. Not particularly, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm just kind of hoping I can get away from the zombie.
1: So... Um, as you can back down into the other room, but you Mm. do remember that there were multiple skittering sounds coming from this room. Oh.
4: completely forgot about the skittering.
1: Okay, I guess
4: then I have to fight. I will use my, not legally allowed to call it, phaser.
1: (laughs) Your phase pistol.
4: Yes. And I will set it to maybe brown de- yes <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> slightly toasted yeah uh-huh uh, so you you come down the stairs you uh, quickly glance from left to right you don't you don't see uh, anything you start to like head across the the floor where you can hear the other two downstairs and like the faint sounds of zombies uh uh roaring at them and as you turn like around the corner of the wall to go down the stairs you see uh, on, the, on the outer like round wall there is one of these zombies um, attached to the wall it's about 6-7 foot long so a little bit taller than Fabio I like that Fabio is now a frame of reference for <laughs> feet and inches um, it's wearing a lab coat and it also turns its head around and it has this uh, mummified mask and If you scan in your databanks, you can see that this is actually the face of uh, Dr. Haydn.
4: He has made himself into a zombie? What?
1: Well, it's more that uh, Dr. Haydn was here. He was one of the corpses. Maybe one of the zombies has removed his face to carry on his work.
0: Ah,
4: I see. I mean, I can't do anything with that. I'm just going to shoot it.
1: That's also fine. <laughs> like <laughs> i uh,
4: he's not gonna have like Dr. Haydn's brain or anything. Like I can't have a conversation with
1: him. I mean don't know.
4: To be fair, we haven't tried
3: that yet.
1: Yeah, you haven't tried talking to them yet.
4: Okay, I tried talking to them.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Um I just ask if if it's Dr. Haydn. If he's in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh is this a feelings role? Or is this a, a laser No,
4: well? no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, for the first time in my life, I'm not driven by logic. I just feel like there's, there's something of Dr. Hayden left.
3: <laughs> His robotic heart grew
1: yeah. two
0: sizes that <laughs> day. <Yeah. laughs>
1: I'm going to give you three dice for that. is going to be a hard roll.
4: Yeah, uh, no, no, it's one, does it still count? Like on the... One laser so, feeling.
1: A, yeah. a five is a laser feeling, okay. a six is a pass.
4: okay then I have one laser feeling. And that's I mean, laser, laser feeling is always a disguise. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, it's,
1: yeah. um, so you say, is, is that Dr. Haydn? And uh, this face was like hissing at you. And then when you say Dr. Haydn, it, it stops. It kind of twitches its head back and forth at you, curiously. And it starts to like descend the wall, like... Curiously coming up to you with an inquisitive if if it had muscles to squint its eyes at you. Is coming and looking you in an inquisitive <laughs> <sighs> What's your laser feelings?
4: My laser feelings is I wanna I wanna understand what drove Dr. Haydn. What what his what his deal was.
1: Okay. Um From what you know about Dr. Haydn and from what you're seeing right now, you can piece some things together. Dr. Haydn was furthering some, like for him, very cutting-edge and really important research. Um, You can see he was potentially interested in accessing multiple dimensions uh, and understanding the nature of reality. But his body was old and frail. And maybe at the same time, he was researching, making other lab assistants. Like he made this prototype for lab assistants. Um, perhaps he was looking for a way to continue his research once his human body had already given up. Um, so that his research could, could continue to the point where humanity could finally access multiple dimensions and realities. Okay.
4: I feel I feel like a wave of understanding because I also feel like human bodies are frail and bad. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but is there anything we've seen? like? You have the energy crystal. That means like,
1: if you wanted to take some of his research, you could the blueprints and everything. There. Yeah, I
4: ask, I I look deep into his eyes and I ask if he wants me to continue his research
3: couldn't have taken our eyes off that doctor.
1: No. <laughs> uh, make me... Make me a lasers roll. And I'll give you three dice.
4: Do I want to go under? Yes. Under, yeah. Okay, all, all successes. The
1: mm-hmm. so three successes. Yeah. No fives.
4: Nope.
1: Um, this is a critical success. Um, you say that and the the creature, like quickly like scrabbles over to you and is almost like grabbing onto your onto your uh, lapels and pulling itself up and looking deeply. It's just this like cybernetic face with this mummified face on top of it looking deep into your eyes. And uh, then it takes the one of his arm from its waist, puts his hand into the lab coat pocket and gives you the lanyard that was in the pocket.
4: I I take the lanyard and uh, put it around my neck. That's...
1: Pats you on the head. (laughs) No, I'm kidding.
4: That's what a lanyard is, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I shoot it.
1: (laughs) 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 I won't make you roll for that. It's (laughs) gained your trust. But,
4: like, I do it, like, you know, like in, at, at the end of the fly, like I I cry doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please give us a you, dramatic description. You whisper description. into his
2: cybernetic ear, "Sweet, s- sleep now, sweet prince."
1: <laughs> <laughs> give us a dramatic description of this ending for you.
4: Well, I I I put my phaser thing like directly against uh, his forehead, and I touch his cheek, and I go, "Ooh, gross." <laughs> <laughs>
1: thing to hear from a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: then I shoot it. Awesome. And then I just wail.
1: <laughs> Do you take any of the research or anything?
4: Oh yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah, everything I can I can grab. Awesome. Yeah.
1: So whilst you're grabbing all that stuff from the lab, you guys are sliding down the stairs into the face of two of these cyber zombies.
2: Yes. Now you are wrapped
3: completely around this. Essentially, yes. There's okay. a thin coating of octopus around a hard core of crystal.
2: I'm going to reach inside one of your cavities.
1: Uh, with consent, po- I like, you,
2: you, you suggested <laughs> you had cavities that you use as pockets. Uh, uh, the, yeah stranger things like happen, in an air pocket in, i reach inside where i because you're stretched so thin i presumably i can see what's inside i am as baffled well. as to where you're going with this <laughs> but go go for it yep i reach inside i grab a packet of mentos that i spot oh yeah and then from my bum bag my space bum bag i take a space cola i shake it up and i stick the mentos in and i throw it at the zombies
1: improvised grenade very exactly. nice exactly uh, this this man
2: understands one scientific principle
3: And it is that gases love to expand yeah. Whether they're powering a spaceship <laughs> yeah.
2: It's all basic <laughs> Like that's physics yeah.
1: Give me a lasers too
2: uh, that's two successes, and one of them is a the laser feelings.
1: Great, that is a great success. You shake up the bentos, you throw the can at one of the one of the cyber zombies, and it catches it, uh, and like far of its arms, and it kind of looks at it quizzically, and then it explodes, and there was like a, a huge gash in part of its skin covering and it uh gets all of this liquid in the wires and it starts to spark and it falls onto the ground twitching as uh its internal workings start to spark out from the
2: juices hold
1: it yeah juices sure all the
2: pla- all the sugar in the yeah, cola yeah, yeah. is shorted circuits exactly so there's still one more
1: there's still one more it's on the hood of the buggy
2: and I have a laser feelings. You
1: have a laser feelings, yes. You uh, also have a laser feelings. As feeling do I, still. yes. Yeah. You can save it if you want.
2: No, I I'm, Are there any nerds in his pockets?
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say are there any nerds in the room. I'm yeah. like you're in a fucking science lab. <laughs> um I tell you what, make me use this d20. Yeah. Uh 1 to 10. Are eleven to twenty? It's a pure luck roll. Or should I give you a one hundred actually? You, you,
2: you, you roll it there, it's fine. I should I should have asked for something better, something that I had a plan for.
1: <laughs> so yeah, under you'll
2: get, you'll get nerds or no nerds, and you have to work from there. Yeah.
1: So fifty and under is is a fail. Okay. Uh, fifty one above is that a right split? Yeah. for Um, right. is uh, there are nerds a 43. Sorry, there's no nerds.
2: I didn't know what to do with them anyway, so it's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you just want some candy? Yeah.
2: Um,
3: I'm in, I'm commuting with a crystal that is a, a nexus of all possible like times and spaces, right? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not really even present right now.
3: Hmm. Ask if they know where to get nerds. <laughs> um, I'm gonna ask it, um, because I'm not really seeing what's going on around me at the moment. Um, I'm going to ask, is there some way in the endless twisting branches of of causality and uh, fate, some might say, is there any way the lieutenant could ever go home to where the other humans are?
1: Interesting. Uh, Like, is there
3: there a way, you know, that sometimes someone can make that happen for him?
1: Roll me feelings, and I give you...
3: I've prepared for this, but I'm definitely not You're trained not for it. You're not an
1: expert in this. No, that's a two. Uh, feelings. Yes.
3: That is one success one and success. one laser feeling.
1: Uh huh. So, um, even though your your brain is just like it's like, images like f- so fast, like you can't even keep up with them. You you try to. There's like the rising feeling of nausea. Just far As if too someone's many...
3: reaching their hand into my body cavity. <laughs> <is. laughs> <laughs> Feels weird.
1: It's like you're you're getting like a, an overload of of like uh, sensory information, and you like feel this nausea rising. But then you think about the you you get like a flash of the lieutenant uh, throwing this Mentos bomb, protecting you, and you start to think about the the sad past of uh, of the lieutenant, how much he's cared for you, and how much how uh. sad his life has been being the last only human, in this this thought being so strong in your mind, this feeling emotion of what you feel for the lieutenant so strong that you feel yourself, your vision, your what you're seeing in your mind's eye go woof, 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 woof. And you come into like a, an image of a planet. And then you and you see there is a small, City. It looks like a very technologically advanced city, and you see some creatures that are somewhat reminiscent of humans. Seem to be walking around. So dry. <laughs> yes, they have terrible sense of humor.
3: <laughs> okay. I. I. Uh, well, maybe I'll tell them about this someday. Maybe I won't. Good to know. <laughs>
1: And you're back to being bombarded with all this sensory information.
3: Bah! <laughs> and am I aware that I am in some sort of uh, life or death confrontation where I've just been used as a surfboard?
1: Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay, cool. You're going to got to hope one of these two is going to collect you or disconnect you from the crystal.
3: Okay, cool. Good luck, guys.
1: Blockchain?
4: I'm going to. Try to make my way down to the other two.
1: Mm-hmm. The way seems pretty clear. There is current like, in the in the middle of the building, there is the buggy. There is one of these cyber zombies, like crouched on top of the hood. There is like a fountain of cola coming from just the side of it, which you can see is currently foaming and drowning over another um, cyber zombie. And you can see the lieutenant is kind of crouched down in that really cool superhero pose. Desperately grasping for another color that is not there. Um, so you do, and you can see the crystal, whoom, yeah, the, 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 the
3: deeper you rummage into my various body pockets, you see the uh, brighter my bioluminescence becomes. You're not sure what that means.
1: There's a whoom, whoom. I'm not
2: happy with it, don't.
1: <laughs> There's a <laughs> whoom, whoom, whoom. The crystal floor, and it has a strange kind of like texture around it and you realize that's probably coral uh, s- stretched out very thin over this. So you currently have quite a a clear route down the stairs
4: okay yeah I might I make my way towards Carl and I have all the professor's research I try to I try to find something that tells me what is happening with him right now because for me it just looks like he's kind of glued to this this crystal and I assume vibrating violently you you, you see it like a single eye
0: that's just rolling rapidly Uh,
1: make me a lasers you can have um, I give you two because you've got documentation to read
3: as an android you can probably read really fast yeah like Johnny five
4: that is a laser feelings and a success
1: That's two successes, uh, very well. So you, from scanning the research, you can tell that this is a crystal that resonates um, with multiple different frequencies of different realities. If bare organic flesh is touching this crystal, it's very likely all at once getting bombarded with all the different frequencies of all these different realities, so uh, you can tell that he's probably super out for the count like he's he's witnessing too many different uh, dimensions of realities at once and you also know you should probably not touch it actually yeah. actually, as a synthetic organism you could probably touch it that's-,
4: that's good to know okay I'm gonna use my laser feelings to find out if I can just kind of like if I would disconnect him from it would would he survive that or or would uh, would that in any way be damaging?
1: I think physically he will be fine. Mentally, it could take him some time.
4: Yeah, I guess that's the risk we need to take. So I...
3: uh... Yeah, you're not a psychologist. That's not your department.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm even less qualified for that. (laughs) (laughs) So I... um... Yeah, I just kind of peel his tentacles off the crystal. (laughs) And... um... And I take the crystal myself. Oh, put me
0: back!
1: So remember the crystal is like five foot. It's, it's Jan-sized. Uh, so it's a pretty big crystal.
4: Yeah, I'm an android. I have super
3: strength. Well,
1: I'm just saying that you would have to physically carry it in both arms. If you, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying it's not something you just put in your pocket. Right.
3: But I, we need... I like the break leave, it with a spark
1: plug. We can't plug leave plan.
4: it here because of the whole reality destroying thing. Also, I need it for my future research.
1: I mean, what you decided to do with it was up to you. I'm just saying it's yeah. not something you could just tuck in your pocket. Yeah.
4: No, I'm carrying it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Spencer.
2: Um, so there's still a, there's still a cyber zombie. Yes. Um, I don't even look at it. I just blast as I run over and pull up the uh, bonnet of the, of the space buggy and rip out the spark plugs. Mm-hmm. And I just start fucking throwing them at the crystal. <laughs>
1: Okay so you you what what do you want to attempt I
2: want to I, I want to you know if you take a spark plug and you hit a pane of glass with it it will shatter
1: I've never heard of that
2: Okay with well, It is the, proverbial I've never seen it happen but it it definitely works
1: <laughs> Okay um is this a Liz or a feelings do you think
2: It feels like feelings because I'm not basing it on any I mean, it, Empirical evidence, I mean, it would be post, 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 kind like,
1: of based on engineering, right? If you, yeah. you know that spark plugs do that to glass, you don't know it's going to do this to the crystal. But. Yeah,
2: it's more based on uh, juvenile delinquency. Mm.
1: Then I guess feelings. And I'll give you an expert dive for that. So <laughs> you can have free time for that. Uh,
2: that is two passes. No, hang right. on. It's over. Yeah, two passes.
1: Okay, so um, you you start pulling out parts of the um, parts of the engine. You get multiple spark plugs between your fingers in a Wolverine-esque. Build, oh well, awesome, yes. And you leap forward. The crystal is now actually, unfortunately, in Blockchain's hands, and you like schnicked into the crystal. And I don't know what it looks like when, you do, when a spark plug does that in the glass. What, does it, it just, explode it, or does it just, just shatter? It
2: just shatters and falls to pieces.
1: So as you're getting close, like there's almost like a slow mom, moment where as you're getting closer, time slows down and you can feel the warmth from the crystal. Almost like the energy of the crystal is trying to force back the spark plugs. But then time finally allows it to go... Dink! And there's a pause... And uh and then cracks start to appear in the crystal and then suddenly the crystal just fall apart falls apart in blockchain's hands. And the cyber zombie that was on the hood instantly just falls onto the ground deactivated.
2: I was lucky. <laughs>
3: Like no, the secrets to the universe. These two
1: are just said, "Like yeah. no." This says
3: a feeble trumpeting voice from somewhere on the ground. You'll never which see
4: the other humans again. <laughs> 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 I I
1: get the
2: uh, I get the cooler box and I try to scoop coral oh,
3: into thank it you. because
2: I don't know how stretched out you are at
3: the moment. I'm <laughs> contracting rapidly. <laughs> just the cooler box is perfect. It's so the, soft. It's so
0: cool.
1: There's like a really awkward silence in the buggy on the way back
0: to the <laughs> <Yeah>. ship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give a little epilogue of like the week res- from this moment to landing on Kangatar after these events? Of what what's happening and what's your feelings of your characters?
2: Um, I spent the week trying to figure out how to bring up... Um, H- how to how to approach Carl and ask him if ask them if um, they have noticed one of my gloves that I think I left inside of you? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah,
3: I've, I've been recuperating. That slow. <laughs> that slowly worked its way out, as contaminants will.
2: Uh, it's not a contaminant. It's a it's a it's a woolen mitten that my grandmother <laughs> made for
3: it, it me. It should not be in my soft tissues. These things are context sensitive.
1: <laughs> Ethel can make you another one, dearie.
3: And yeah, I probably do, uh, once I've calmed down and maybe uh, entered a more more calm and compassionate mode and delusions of grandeur have fallen away, I do probably explain that I saw a few things that might be quite interesting, and maybe I'll maybe I'll look into it and make like a bit of a project of it.
1: But the and, nightmares last forever.
3: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, I was this close to godhood. It is uh, a terrible pain <laughs> to be a, a simple organism just limited in this way, but you know, it's uh,
1: It's a living!
3: It is a living, and you know, six more months of this tour, and then I guess I get paid.
1: What about blockchain?
4: Yeah, blockchain is also heartbroken because he has he found a higher purpose and then he lost it immediately. <laughs> and um, he tried to make sense of uh, of the doctor's Mm-hmm. Doctor, professor, uh, of the doctor's research, um, but he he, he can't re- uh, uh, reconstruct something like this crystal, or um, and so he um, he will reorient himself to become a psychologist.
1: <laughs> 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 Please tell me how like, the doctor is in sign. Yeah, absolutely. Over the yes, med yes,
4: yes. Like a little, uh, little booth set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you
3: have a, a very sort of dazed and unresponsive octopus to practice on. I was
1: going to yeah, say, yeah, Carl yeah, probably comes of, to visit a lot.
3: <laughs> we're
4: kind of making it
3: worse for each
1: other. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, just uh, another day in the old Space yeah, Corps.
4: Another successful mission.
1: <laughs> and the camera slowly pans out into space as we watch the raptor slowly head on towards their mission in KangTar. Slightly worse for wear. Scene.
2: Thank you.
3: Thank you, thank you.
4: The future has already arrived.
1: Thanks for listening folks. If you enjoyed this, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice. It'll help spread the word and help others to find us too. If you have any comments, questions, or just want to get in touch with us, you can. You can find us on Twitter with at Tales of Podcast. Instagram with at Tales underscore of podcast. And we're also on the Dice.Camp server on Mastodon with the name at Tales of. We'd love to hear from you. This episode's Tales of Crew is Fabio as Lieutenant Douglas Spencer, Patsy as science Officer Coral. You can find him on Twitter with@ at anyone's Patsy. Seb as Dr. Blockchain. You can find him on Twitch with@ smoitzheim and other content mostly German via smoitzheim.omg.law. And also myself, Jan as GM, and also our audio producer. You can reach me on Twitter with at thatlastjan. I haven't really figured out what new socials to move to as Twitter implodes with a whimper, but hopefully I'll figure something out soon. All music and sound effects are used with permission and may have been edited and modified for use. Details and links can be found in the show notes. And that's that for now. And we'll be hopefully back on track with Delta Green next month. See you soon.
3: That's how you get space crazy.
2: Yeah. Space brain scramblies.